Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Freedom of Species would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast today. We pay our respect to the elders of all of the lands on which we meet across Australia. Welcome to Freedom of Species, where a show that brings animal advocacy, advocacy to the airwaves of 3CR Community Radio. We are back in the studio for the first time with a bunch of us. Uh, yeah, first time with more than one person. Adam has been in here, but first time with uh, more of the team in here. So it's good to be back in the studio after a long time. Good for me personally. And yeah, today on the show, we've got Caroline, who is a new Freedom of Species presenter. Uh, welcome to the show and welcome to the team, Caroline. Thanks very much. And we've also got Adam Cardellini, who you've also heard live on the air a few weeks ago. And Adam was actually the one who came up with the idea for this show, this trivia show. Don't talk us a bit about why you've come up with this trivia idea, Adam. I just like trivia. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much, not much to it. I just think yeah. it would be good fun to... Um, to see what people know and also um, use it as a bit of a learning exercise as well for people listening in. I think that um, trivia can be a good way to learn new things. Yeah, and I think it should be a good starting point for some discussions as well that I'm sure we'll build off from some of the questions too. Exactly. And for those listening live, if you're listening to this after the fact via podcast, whatever, you can just in your mind see if you can beat us to the answers and and do better than us hosts who will be answering these questions. Um, But if you are listening live, you can actually text your answers in. Uh, The number to text is 04. 488-809-855. So you make a note of that, 0488-809-855, and you can text in. And if you do get a correct answer, one of the ones that we haven't got here in the studio, we could actually get you a Freedom of Species t-shirt if you can make it into the 3CR studio to pick it up. So yeah, bonus for if you get it right. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to see how many questions we can get uh, between us and any questions that we don't, we're going to put out to listeners to see if we can get the Brains Trust to uh, answer those questions. The pressure. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just want to talk about it. it's a subscriber drive today, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. Subscriber drive show. So all the shows on 3CR this week are encouraging people to subscribe. And yeah, you can do that by going to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. If you're not such an internet savvy person, you can also call 03. Uh, 94198377 and press 1 to subscribe um, on the phone if you call in during business hours. So, yeah, we'll give a bunch of plugs for that throughout the show. Uh, but obviously, it has been a tough time for not just 3CR, but so many people during the pandemic and, and organizations, etc. Um, and 3CR has continued to broadcast the entire time. Uh, but obviously, it has, yeah, it does put a strain on the resources. And there's always a need for, um, yeah, for funding because we aren't funded by 
big corporations advertisements are from community organizations rather than uh, big corporations like fast food companies promoting animal consumption all these kind of things so yeah we're allowed we're sort of we're able to put out this radical message uh, in our case an animal liberation message because we don't rely on on corporate supporters so yeah and on the flip side though we do need um, donations so if you do want to support 3CR generally that's really great and also you can if you want to support our show specifically you can choose freedom of species under program when you donate the other thing I want to mention is if, if you just have a question for us, um, a question about animal stuff, a question about 3CR, um, feel free to, to message in on that, on that number. And I'll give it one more time is 04888-09855, 04888-09855. Shoot us through a text on, li- on the um, text line and ask us a question and we'll be happy to address it or talk about it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, why don't we kick things off? Why, why don't you kick things off? Adam, this whole thing was your idea, so why don't you start? Well, we're going to rotate who's asking the question. So do you want to ask the first question, and then me and Caroline will try and jump in? And Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I wonder if we've actually, if we might have doubled up on this one, because I think it's going to be a pretty obvious question. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> but when was the term vegan first coined? And for bonus, bonus points, um, some information around that, who coined it? And where was it coined? So, um, yeah, where, the term vegan. How long has it been kicking about? Yep. Do you want to go, Caroline? Yeah, or? yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. In the 1940s? Yep. Can't well, remember the exact year. Uh, 1945? I was going to say 46. Mm, bum, bum, You're bum, very, very close. Yes. That's all right. Well, we'll leave that one for listeners then. So what Drats. year was the term yeah. vegan? We both got it wrong. There you go. We're close. We're in the right mm. decade. We are mm. close. Yeah, yeah. And um, who? Who, who? Who coined the term? Um, Donald Watson and Leslie Cross uh, and their okay. contemporaries yeah, who and then formed the Vegan Society in the UK. Yeah, so I was, I was actually also looking for Dorothy Morgan who, who then oh. became Dorothy Watson, um, ah. uh, uh, Donald Watson's partner. Later married, later married, and often, you know, people very fairly often people say, you know, Donald Watson coined the term Mm. without recognizing that there are other people involved, particularly women Mm. also involved. So I think it's important to um, recognize that, Nick. Yeah, and I think that that is (laughs) that is a common theme throughout. History as well, like like people like Karl Marx and Max yeah. Weber, like I'm a sociologist, like their their wives did a lot of a lot of the work for them, but they don't get the acknowledgement as well. So yeah, thanks. That's and, a good one, Adam. And oh, we we said where, didn't we? Yeah, Caroline, UK. UK yep, 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 yep. So it was part of the um the first edition. So if anyone's got the the date, the 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 year mm-hmm. of the first edition of the Vegan News that was put out by um, oh. the Vegan Society, mm. previously uh, the Vegetarian Society, I mm. think, and they yes. they wanted to go with that more radical um, lacto ovo um, excluding vegetarianism, which they coined veganism. Mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and I think also that was a time that was around like the anti-war movement and stuff yep. like that. And yeah. so I think there's a lot of contemporary discussions about animal rights. It's just about animals, and it's like from the start it was actually about social justice for humans as well. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's an important point as well from that yep. history too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, I mean one big one big um, hint at the date is another really really big thing happened in this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and um, yeah, it's interesting that that's that's the like the context of mm-hmm. this term being um, created, especially as, as well, you know, during World War Two at this pe- at this time, we were seeing concentration camps and um, the like the, the the really horrible things happening there 
we were seeing the rise of factory farming as well mm-hmm. for animals in that period from the 20s, the first factory farm in the, in the 1920s. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, let's go to Caroline. Um, do you have your first question? Okay. On February 14, 1982, over 100 activists forced their ways into the laboratory at Life Science Research in Essex, England, in broad daylight. Nine beagles and a large number of rats and mice were rescued in what was referred to as Operation Valentine. Who was responsible for the raid? Is it... I love the thinking music. Yeah, that's nice. I had a nice touch. Does it help? Um, (laughs) Is it something like Band of Mercy? No. No? I, I... Can I phone a friend? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully so a friend yeah, does yeah, Hopefully a yeah, friend's yeah, texting yeah, in. Yeah, Text yeah. in 048809855. I think mine is a bit too late. My, my context or the ones that I'm thinking of uh, sort of more 1990s and 2000, early 2000s, like Shaq. It's not. It wasn't Shaq, was it? No. That was pre-Shaq. Okay, so we've got yeah. another question for listeners to text in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Who was responsible for the raid? Yeah. The question. Yeah. Mm. Great. That's a good question. And can you tell us a little bit about the raid? Like, what was the um, what was the motivation and what was the yeah what was going on? It was probably the most um, brazen campaign by this group, who who basically did um, start off with um, liberating animals from various laboratory situations. Mm. But this is probably the, the most well-known campaign, Operation Valentine, hence the date, right? Mm. Yeah. It's not, it's not like animal, animal liberation front. Yeah. Well done. Of course. Of course there's going to be ALF. And, yeah, ALF yeah. Are, 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 are really... Um, I mean... Does someone want to speak to a little bit about what ALF was or who they are, were, and where they sort of came from? Maybe Caroline, if you want to, if you've got the question. Well, I think they were um, a really strong grassroots collective of people that were really radicalised by the idea um, of the injustices that we, um, that animals suffer. Yeah. And and, and really about that um, quite strong direct action for liberating very, animals. Very strong. Um, and they often... They, so a, a, uh, ALF is more of an idea, I suppose, mm. than an organisation. It's not really yeah. an organisation. It's an, it's an idea where cells, so often individuals or sure. just a couple of people within a city will um, take it upon themselves to, to liberate and um, work for the justice for other animals and mm. yeah, yeah some fantastic ideals and there was an interesting documentary behind the mask which came out years ago which yeah. looked at their history and stuff so that was an interesting uh, doco to check out if anyone wants mm. to learn more about them too yeah sure all right next question do you have your music there right, Adam, we, we do have our music <laughs> Let's, um... all right who is the only indigenous australian man to play test cricket for australia and is also a vegan and outspoken outspoken about animal rights issues Ooh, I'm not much of a cricket yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, in the cricket question. Oh, it, oh, I do know. Um, they, um, I can see his face. Um, <laughs> si- it, Simon's. Um, was he a wiki? No, no. I know. It. I can see him. He, he used to wear the um, the, li- the lippy 
quite strongly, didn't he? I, I think you're thinking of someone else. Am I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got no clue. I'm All sorry. Right, there we go. I apologise for the cricket question, but that's one <laughs> listeners can text in. The only Indigenous man to play Test cricket for Australia who's also a vegan and outspoken about animal rights issues. Can you give me the decade? Like, he was last, last decade, right? Uh, yeah, I think it would have been 2000s, I believe. Yeah, I know, I know, I can mm. see him in my mm. mind's eye. <laughs> ah, that's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, okay, okay. And I, I suppose we will answer, if no one's messaged in um, mm. before the next, the start of the next um, Section mm. we'll answer the questions that we didn't I, get answers. I, for. I, I thought we would like give them a chance because we're, we're in the middle. We're going to introduce Caroline to the yeah. team and say, "But Caroline, I thought maybe we'd give people time during that time uh, slot to text in. So okay. maybe before we go to that, we, we can go. Here are the questions you need first. to text in about. Uh, thanks, David Roberts. Um, <laughs> uh, give me a bit of musical accompaniment. accompaniment. Um, <laughs> Sorry, but, that's my fault. That's all right. Um, but uh, yeah, that way they can text in while they they can never think about it. So maybe before we go to that segment, we can um, yeah, yeah we we can remind listeners of the questions. So there's two questions so far that listeners need answered. Yeah. Uh, indigenous man played Test cricket for Australia. Is also a vegan. Simmons. And no, yeah, I think you think of Andrew Simons, but no, that's not uh, that's not him. Um, and also, what year was veganism the term vegan coined? All right, Adam. All right, okay. So this one this one's actually pretty recent and if you've been listening to the to the to the news if you keep up with your news and you know plant-based slash vegan food commercialization sort of stuff you'll you'll know this one but which jurisdiction country first legalized the commercial sale of cultivated meat making it making it okay to um, sell cultivated meat or cultured meat, cell-based meat, and extra points if you can tell me when and for which company, which product as well. Actually, it's all it's all in the uh, in the news. Mm. Anyone got that? So, which country was it? Which yeah, country, which country le- legalized mm. it? God, I just we just did an episode on this with um, Harley, so I should remember. Um, is it Brazil? It is not Brazil. Okay, no, Brazil's like one of the biggest um, uh, cow flesh exporters in the world. So mm. um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not my first <laughs> first pick. Yeah, I'm trying. To, oh, I know. I think I. Unless you have a guess, I think no, I, is it no, Singapore? Yeah, yes. ding 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 ding. It oh, is yeah. Singapore. Uh, do you know? Do you know which company? I'll, I'll answer these questions because I yeah. think Singapore was the main one. Yeah. Um, no, I can't remember. I did read an article on yeah. the episode, but uh, it it happened last late last year, so like mm-hmm. I, I think November December, um, mm-hmm. and it was for uh, a cell based or cultured chicken um, mm-hmm. that's being being produced by Eat Just, mm-hmm. who I think Eat Just. Their I think their name is Just or or they've gone. They I think they used to be Hampton Creek. You know, the Just Mayo from like the middle of last decade and uh, stuff like that. Okay. Anyway, they they're they're sort of branching out into various things and um, yeah. So they're producing a cell based chicken to be sold in Singapore as the first country to legalise that mm. commercial sale. And I did actually just get a text in from my brother who's listening live, so <laughs> wanting to know the number to text into. So I'll just remind listeners of that number. Um, it is zero four eight eight. 
809-855-8085. So text that number and you can you can uh, text in for the questions we haven't got so far. Yeah, and I've figured out the um, the music. I've got it on loop. Sorry, folks. So yeah, we won't be good. having interruptions by David Rovix. All every, good. Every it actually reminds me of... Um, <laughs> Yeah, really obscure show. I think Adam watched with me John Conway on ABC and it was so low budget that they had background music but it would run then the song and they play it again. So I, I kind of like that. Actually. Yeah, very cool. Very low budget. All right, go ahead, Caroline. Okay. So I'm going to continue a theme of direct action. Mm-hmm. Good. Shack, a decentralised yeah. animal rights movement that spread across the UK and US from the late 1990s into the mid-2000s. Their tactics were diverse and very effective prompting the FBI in 2005 to deem the animal liberation movement to be America's number one domestic terrorism threat, despite the fact that not a single human or animal was injured by shack activity. What does shack stand for? I know that one. You know, I've I, forgotten. Okay. Um, <laughs> stop Huntington animal cruelty. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you give us a little bit of background about what Huntington yeah, they, they were one of the biggest, maybe the biggest animal experimentation Definitely. companies, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In the UK. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and they... they And the US. The US, yeah. yeah they were yeah. based out of the US, weren't they? Yeah, that group. Yeah. And, like, lots of atrocious sort of treatment of animals. And, of course, yeah. obviously, you know, we... And, obviously, the Shack activists also object to animal experimentation fundamentally as well. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And some really... I feel like there was either a doco or I've listened to some things about Shack and some really fascinating um it's a really fascinating story so if you're interested in animal activism checking out shack and and the impact that the the the, um the work that shack did had on the backlash Mm -hmm. to animal activism is really interesting reading Mm -hmm. Mm, yeah definitely all right my next question and then we'll go to a break after this question um, Google searches for vegan overtook the searches for vegetarian in what year? I think I'm... So, yeah, this is a graph that kind of goes... Like, I don't know why I'm just giving to hand most, but that's just the benefit of Adam and Caroline. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like they sort of crossed over. Like vegetarian was ahead of veganism for many years, but at yeah. some point uh, and, and ever since, uh, vegan has been much more searched than vegetarian. Mm. Is it 2017? No. Oh, damn it. Okay. Is it earlier than 2017? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about 2010, maybe? No, so that is another one people can text in. Okay. Just go and look at it on um, Google, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we will take a song in a moment, but, um, yeah, just before we go to the song, we'll just quickly mention the number one more time. Um, And actually, no, we do have a text note. Thanks for someone texting in. Um, did macrobiotics precede veganism? Oh, Ooh. macrobiotics. I don't I have know. no idea. I don't no, know. No, I might, someone else can text in to help out. Is it, so is macrobiotics, is that, do, do you mean like, um, so eating certain supplements to improve your health? Like yeah, I think of like mm-hmm. like yogurts and stuff when I hear yeah. macrobiotics, but I'm definitely not an expert on yeah, that at yeah. all. If you want to, if you want to um, sort of, uh, give us a bit of a clarifier of, of what you mean by that. That would be great. But mm. I imagine that so vegetarianism um, well, co-occurred quite heavily in the late twentieth, um, no, late nineteenth, nineteenth century, um, early twentieth century, with naturalism 
and like um, these ideas of spiritualism, spiritualism and and like health movement. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of that spiritual health stuff um, was happening at the same time as vegetarianism really gaining a lot of traction, mm. uh, especially in the early sort of um, 1900s. So I wouldn't be surprised if you know people were talking about similar things. But when when we actually discovered like the idea of macrobiotics. I'm not sure. I wonder whether that's sort of more mid-century with um, microbial, like understandings of microbial um, science, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for texting in anyway. Um, We do have a message, uh, and this is actually from my brother. So um, (laughs) Liam texted in. Um, the Indigenous Test Cricketer was Jason Dizzy Gillespie, oh, so, who we had on the show uh, mid last year. I had a great chat with Jason and um, yeah, you can check that out on our archive from last year. But yeah, really, um, yeah, really well-known cricketer in Australia and really outspoken about veganism and uh, anti-speciesism, someone who really, like it's not just a, a health diet for him, he really gets the animal rights mm-hmm, stuff, he's mm-hmm. watched Earthlings, he, he campaigns for the cricket ball, no longer be made out of leather and all these things. And um, yep. yeah, oh, really really great advocate. He's, a, he's an ambassador for, um, what is it, uh, Veganuary, I think? Yeah, Veganuary mm-hmm. ambassador and stuff like that. So yeah, really great um, advocate. So yeah, there we go. We've got that one. Um, and yeah so if anyone else wants to text in so the two questions that we need from listeners or we'd like from listeners so actually no the one question we've got so what year was veganism coined so if people can text in without googling it uh, the year the year that veganism was coined that, that's the one question that we, we haven't answered amongst ourselves or from texts that have come in uh, what year was veganism coined so you, while you're uh, listening to this song and our, our next segment where we'll we'll hear about Caroline um, as someone who's new to the team um, but we're going to play a song. Uh, that number, once again, to text into is 0488809855. And we're going to play a song. Um, this song is by AJJ called Top of My Game. Because I thought with a quiz today, uh, we all have to be on top <laughs> of our game and also those listening in at home as well. So here we go.
When you compare an old growth forest compared to a forest which is regrowing after a disturbance like logging, they're actually quite different ecosystems. Generally, like older, wetter forests slow down the path of fire, and this is actually quite a well-known phenomenon. Historically, these big, large fires have been quite rare, but what we've seen in the last 20 years is they're becoming quite a lot more common. So we've had three in the last 20 years. This is definitely because of climate change, which is making our ecosystems a lot drier and the fire weather more intense. We need to keep radical voices on air. Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377. Welcome back to Freedom of Species on 3CR Community Radio, bringing animal advocacy to the airwaves of 3CR. And today we're going to, or we've been doing um, trivia and getting listeners to text in with answers as well that we haven't got so far. And we were going to do a bit of an intro for Caroline, who is new to the team, but we're enjoying the quiz. So we're just going to keep that for next week and we're going to carry on with the quiz. Um, and but before, before we do that, we uh, it is a subs- subscriber drive this week. Um, 3CR relies on your support um, and the support of, of listeners for all the shows here. Uh, we're not for profit. We're a community radio license holder. And a strong subscriber base is vital for the financial independence of the of the radio. Um, we're community owned and community controlled and community run. Like everyone here is part of the community and they're talking to and for their community. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in supporting, feel like please, we'd love for you to um, show some financial support to 3CR. Um, and you can either do it to 3CR in general or um, you can specifically say that you're doing it to support this show, Freedom of Species. Um, but anything anything that you can support with would be fantastic and greatly appreciated. Okay. And I just want to say, so someone has texted in. We've had a couple of texts in terms of the term veganism and when it was um, first coined. And we had Ted from Perth said... 19- My dad. <laughs> <laughs> 19, 1988, uh, a decade and a bit... Uh, sorry, uh, four, four decades and a bit late. Um, <laughs> but there was another, an, a, an anonymous text um, suggesting 1944. Ding, ding, ding. You get it right. Good right. work. Yeah. Um, so it was yeah. 1944 that the first edition of The Vegan News came out um, and coined the term vegan. Mm. So that listener can get a Freedom of Species t-shirt if they like. So if you just email us at um, info at freedomofspecies.org and, and we'll, we'll sort out getting you a t-shirt if you can get into the 3CR studio. So if you're overseas or, or at, um, in another state, probably not worth doing the quarantine and stuff to get here to get the t-shirt, even though it is great. <laughs> but um, yeah, if, if you are someone who can get to the 3CR studio in Fitzroy, then yeah, just send us an email and we can make sure we get you that shirt for the correct answer. Uh, the other question that we had that we're waiting on an answer for is the year that ser- the Google searches for vegan overtook mm. the searches for vegetarian. Um, so that is another, yeah, I think the, the only outstanding question so far. So you can text in 0488 809 855 um, in text and, and answer. The question on um, macrobiotics. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And macrobiotics, the, the uh, question, ASCA uh, clarified that it's about a whole dietary system um, of raw food in specific, just eating like whole foods 
and healthily. And from what I can see, I'm just doing, uh, you know, I usually do a much better fact check before I, before I speak about these Adam's things. Adam's consulted Wikipedia. Yeah, I, literally, I've consulted Wikipedia and a few sites, but I don't, I'm, I'm not claiming to, to say that they're really solid. But it seems like around the 1920s is when macrobiotics um, started and it particularly became popularised in Japan um, and had a, a sort of Zen Buddhism um, context, uh, but vegetarianism is is uh, is much older. Veganism, veganism, the term certainly is after that in forty four. But I suspect that there were vegans as well um, kicking about before um, before mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I think some some Jains, for example, were yes. vegan, and some That's were right. vegetarian as well. Mm-hmm. But I, know, I definitely know that some of them are vegan now. But I believe probably have been vegan for quite a long time as well, mm-hmm. even though they didn't necessarily use that term. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So if you've got any other questions, feel free to um, uh, send them in, and I'll I'll do a bit. Yeah. Of, Adam will check doctor, on Wikipedia. A, a yeah. Doctor, <laughs> doctor Google. <laughs> so it's, it's your question, isn't it, Adam? It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which okay, this is another another um, sort of activism practice sort of question. Uh, which form of direct action, and someone might want to explain what direct action is in a second. Um, direct action animal activism was first developed in Australia, and if you, you name name what it is, um, when, and by whom, I uh, you will be doing a good job. It's a pretty famous form of direct action. Say, say again. Oh, the, oh, the, the type mm. of that was pioneered here in Australia. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I know mm-hmm. that one. Do, yep. do you know as well, Caroline? And for those who don't who don't know, direct action is sort of just taking. I mean, it is exactly what it says: taking direct action for some sort of justice. Yeah, mm-hmm. like rather than mm-hmm. I guess maybe signing a petition to ask the government to do something, of actually taking action on an issue yeah. yourself. But mm-hmm. um, is it open rescue? It is Open yeah. Rescue. Do you want to just explain what Open Rescue is? Yeah, I guess Open Rescue is a little bit different. I guess it has crossover with like the Animal Liberation Front who we spoke about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in a way, I think it probably would come under that thing because Animal Liberation Front is basically anyone breaking the law in the name of animals. So it, it is breaking the law, but it sort, of, it sort of differentiates itself from some of the more militant tactics in that, um, yeah, activists don't generally cover their faces. So they mm-hmm. go in there like being about open who, who they are uh, they don't do any property destruction uh, they, it's more about rescuing animals um, like any if they break any locks they repair them and stuff so it's not yeah they don't do any property damage it's just about rescuing animals and, and particularly those maybe particularly sick and that kind of thing and also documenting conditions yeah, yeah. and so they're not doing it anonymously they're yeah. not doing it um, under the um, the like at night time mm. in the dark or anything they're, they're you know, they're very clear and open. They walk onto a farm, for instance, and rescue chickens or, or other animals. And do you know when and whom? Anyone got ideas of who and when? Who? I, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, you go, you go. Well, it's Animal Liberation, but Victoria. Specifically. That's right, yep. That's the organisation. I organization. feel like it was in the early 1980s, but I'm not yeah. precisely yep. sure. Right. Yep. And, yep. and Paddy Mark. Paddy, Paddy Mark, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pioneer, totally. pioneer yeah. activist in Australia mm. um, for animals, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And still, I think, still doing things today. Oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really ac- active activist mm-hmm. um, and, you know, great activist for animals. Mm. Go ahead, Carolyn. Oh, no, sorry, we do have some text messages. Adam's doing a better job at keeping an eye on that than me. 
Um, so um, I've got a question in. Uh, again, a lot of these are for my family, but thanks to everyone who's texting in. But uh, we heard from, uh, we'll just say Ted in Perth, um, 2003 for when vegan overtook vegetarianism, which is not right. I was, yeah, I was ah. going to say, I'd be very surprised. We've also heard from Liam from Perth, and that was 2018. So it's somewhere between those two dates. But mm. uh, I, And yeah. remember, I said 2017 mm. earlier, yeah. and, they, they, and Nick said earlier than 2017. Yeah. So someone else has said 2003. That's the they? same text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, yeah. Still, so still going. Text Interesting. In, uh, what year did vegan overtake vegetarianism in the Google searches? And we'll go to the next question from Caroline. Okay. So my question's a bit of a who am I? I worked as a butcher in my youth and then went on to become a professor of philosophy and a pioneer for animal rights. The phrase subject of a life was popularised in one of my most well-known books. I've got it. What is my name? (laughs) I mean, I could probably take a stab, but I... I, I don't know. I don't know someone who was a butcher first. Uh, Tom Reagan, is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know he was a butcher, yeah. but the subject of a life yeah. I know is Tom yes. Reagan. So yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. And what's his most? What's his? What's he famous for? What's old Tom, the philosopher Tom Reagan, famous for? Carolyn. Well, a long, a long history mm. of animal rights advocacy. Um, the book in reference is called The Case um, for Animal Rights. And maybe don't say anything more about that because I had a question about that. So oh, maybe oh, that, that feeds in. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, um, what, so my, that's my next question, which is what year was Tom Reagan's book, The Case for Animal Rights, first published? I know. So, oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Oh, can, I, can I have a, a guess, a stab, have a yeah. stab? Um, was it like uh, 1984? Nope. 86? No. What? Not, not according to my <gasps> research. <laughs> not according <laughs> to the next Wikipedia <laughs> According to my really? PhD thesis. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, you better go and revise your thesis. There we go. No, I, I did also fact check it after consulting my thesis as well, so I'm, pre- I'm pretty <laughs> well, sure on this date. Yeah. Okay. I, I had a I had a feeling yeah, also think... that Reagan did a, a, some good writings in the early '90s, like '94, um, mm. but I think that's a bit late in the yeah in the yeah definitely earlier than than um, yeah earlier than that yeah yeah. Mm. Okay, so we don't know. So we when don't know was, um, and that was the, what was the book? It's called the Case for Animal Rights, and the reason I chose to include that book is because there's always the go-to is Peter Singer, yeah, um, and that book definitely was influential. Peter Singer's book, Animal um, Liberation, Animal Liberation, seventy-six. But uh, I'll just cross off that question then. But <laughs> um, oh, but, sorry, that, that's right. No, <laughs> but, but I think like Reagan's often a bit forgotten, even though his book actually yeah. was an animal rights book. So and, yeah, and yeah, yeah there, there, there's an interesting distinction there that. Um, that Singer's book is uh, utilitarian or yep. consequentialist for mm-hmm. philosophical perspective, whereas Reagan Reagan's deontological is yep. like mm-hmm. a rights base. So there are yep. mm-hmm. indelible rights owed or that that animals have that we owe them. Yeah. So yeah. very distinct yeah. um, schools of philosophy. Yeah. So if you're looking into into them, when people say. Um, oh, it's just animal rights, and it's actually not always the case that that an animal person is mm. an animal rights person. No, in fact, Singer rejects human rights as well. He just yeah. doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, mm-hmm. He doesn't see things through rights as more mm. about like interests and those kind of things more yep. than rights. So yeah, not to say he doesn't care about humans or other animals, but he just doesn't use that sort of um, yeah. framework of he rights. Uses different yeah. philosophy, yeah. philosophical school, yeah. philosophical thinking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty. Okay, oh, yeah. I've got a. I've got a bit of a. 
um, a sort of you've got to name five of. Okay. Oh. Okay. So name five animal derived materials or ingredients that commonly show up in non-food products but are often forgotten. Like they're things that you know you like look at the back of the package and you're like oh god damn it or you or you don't know so in non-food though non-food, yeah non-food, non-food. because food okay. you know food stuff's easy yeah you know but yeah. non-food okay well maybe between the two of us we can name yeah, five yeah. i guess one that comes to mind for me is silk oh okay is yeah that, yeah. yeah i mean silk's one i didn't have silk but yeah oh, okay. that is one that yeah. is one yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna say leather oh yeah. see i think that's that's clearly like it's clearly okay. from animals yeah, people yeah, clearly okay. know that that's from animals yeah right. okay i'll give you a, i'll give you a feel for what i'm talking about is yeah. lanolin mm-hmm. yeah you know what mm-hmm. lanolin is for yeah. people out there it's like um an oil derived from wool mm-hmm. bearing animals and mm-hmm. they sort of extract the, the oils from the wool and mm-hmm. it's used in lots of cosmetics so are there yeah. other ones like that that you can okay that you can think of gelatin mm-hmm. gelatin yes what's oh. it used in Extra points. Everything. Con- yeah. A lot of confectionery. Yeah. But that's food, isn't oh, it? Oh, but sorry, you yeah. said it's not used food. It's in the footpaths, Ooh. I know that. I think, isn't it? Gelatin, the footpaths, I, like, I feel like someone was telling me that. But yeah. I think it's like in glues and stuff, a yeah. lot of yes. glues. Mm. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I think I'm... This thinking music's not helping me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if no. there's any others... Yeah. Then okay. you know, feel free to shoot them through. Otherwise, I'll I'll mention them in a little bit. Yep. Okay. Um, they're they're sneaky ones. They're like, okay. oh, why does it? Why do we have to do these things? Yeah. yeah. And we've got a couple of um, we've got another overtaking. Um, a year that's given in for overtaking veganism, yeah. overtaking vegetarianism. So we've heard 2010 from another listener. Um, I actually recognise the phone number, but um, we'll, we'll pretend it's not just my family texting it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, 2010 is also incorrect. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So keep the text coming in. Yeah. yeah. Caroline. Oh, okay. Let me have a look. I think I'm going to do another who am I style question. Yep. Okay. Who founded Animal Liberation, a non profit animal rights organisation based in Sydney, in 1976 after being influenced by Peter Singer's book? They went on to found other animal rights organisations both here and in India. And in 2017, this person was made the director and chair of the Animals Australia Board. I, I know this one. Do you know oh, or not? I no. do not know. Is it Emma Townsend? Christine. Oh, Christine. Townsend. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Give me half a mark, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I got the surname right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Can you tell us any more about Christine? Uh, well, she was very, really interesting person and very, very much influenced by um, the book Animal Liberation. I think that shaped, you know, a lot of her life. She also joined the Australian Democrats and had run um, for office a couple of times with them, I think, through the 80s. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, really, really interesting person. She's also a prolific artist. So if you Google her, you'll see a lot of her artwork as well. Mm. Great. Making some good good, um, changes for animals. Yeah, definitely. All right, we'll make this the final question before we go to another song. So, yeah, I'll go with a question that's kind of fit the theme of the other questions. So, which animal advocacy organisation had a full-page advertisement encouraging support for the Animal Liberation Front in 1990? So, an animal organisation in 1990 had a full-page advertisement encouraging support for the Animal Liberation Front we've already discussed. 
Oh, I mean, uh, and the only one I can think of is Animal, La- Animal Liberation Victoria, perhaps. Nope. No. Who else is so, so hard, like hardcore? <laughs> mm-hmm. And is it? Can you can you tell us? Is it a is it Australian or is it another country? Not Australian. Oh, okay. okay. So it's not the obvious. It was ALF themselves, right? No, no, no. An, an organisation, <laughs> a more sort of above a more structured ground kind, kind of organisation. Of, okay. Yeah. Okay. H- Humane Society. Um, Hates us. Nope. That's a bit. Yeah, they're a bit. They're they're a bit. You humanist. Mm-hmm. Mercy for animals. No. So yeah, maybe this... we'll put that one to listeners. Mm, this is one. a good one. Hey, yeah. I've got a question for listeners. Actually. Oh yeah. I was I was trying to find. I wanted to create a, a question and then play a song. What was the first song that included the term vegan in it? Mm. Like, oh. and I couldn't find it. I was thought I'd go and look online on, at lyrics like a lyric database or whatever mm-hmm. couldn't find anything I think it first started popping up in around the 1990s like well, Vegan Reich okay. and stuff like mm. that yeah. but um, I wonder if anyone knows a song earlier or the, the earliest song that they know of mm. um, that mentions the term vegan yeah alright so we've got a, we're going to play a song which Adam has chosen in a minute but just while uh, before we go to that song uh, and while you're listening to the song, you never think about the questions that we don't have the answers to yet, which is when was Tom Reagan's book, The Case for Animal Rights, first published? Um, also, the year that the searches for vegan overtook the searches for vegetarian. Uh, also, which animal advocacy organisation had a full-page advertisement encouraging support for the Animal Liberation Front in 1990? Nick's coming uh, with the um, tough uh, questions, doesn't mm. he? Mm. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I think that that's. I think we've got all the rest. Yeah. Oh no. Also, what are some common uh, animal ingredients in non-food products as well? Mm. Was another question. Yeah. That um, often get overlooked or missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, someone's actually just before we go, someone's got a answer or a, a suggestion for the the yep. full page ad for Animal Liberation Front. Yep, and they have said Peter, which is correct. Oh, good oh, work. Right. Well okay. which I thought that was a really interesting one. Uh, there's a sociologist called and animal advocate called Carol Glasser, and she's done a lot of work on Peter becoming going from something quite radical to something much more moderate. And that was an example. Like I've seen her talk in Canada at a conference, and and she had this big like yeah, it was basically do you support the animal liberation? front and they had all these animals saying we do basically and that was wow. in a PETA newsletter in 1990 uh, but in more recent decades it's more about like oh celebrity vegans and that kind of thing so that's, it was sort of an example of that sort of moderation as organisations become uh, like bigger and that kind of thing they, they can sometimes sort of change their approach and, and sort of move away from supporting that um, yeah direct action and then those kind of issues so I thought that was an interesting one so thanks mm. for texting in um, so if that person again if you want to email us info at free freedomofspecies.org we can get you a freedom of species t-shirt if you can get to the uh to the studio here in fitzroy uh thanks for texting in and we'll go to a song this song's by david rovix if you if you're not if you don't really know much about david um rovix then they're a great you know um protest singer they just sing they take a take a point in history or a um something that's happened in relation to activism or justice, social justice, whatever it is, they make a great song about it. This one is from their 2018 album, um, Make the Planet Earth Great Again. We could tackle the economy first, get rid of all the billionaires. Set the system up so that instead of hoarding, people share. 
Make housing, food and health care Basic human rights Around the world for everyone Is how we set our sights If we could get to that point I could say that then We could make the planet Earth great again With human rights around the world There'd be no refugees No safeguarding your homeland From terrorists overseas No need for a border wall No jobs to protect With a global basic income It's simple and direct Free trade, fair trade, same damn thing We get to that point then We make the planet Earth great again Take on other issues Like the survival of our race By which I mean the bipeds On this floating rock in space The most invasive species Anywhere around The one that keeps on burning Everything that can be found The one that will get it together In the nick of time And then make the planet Earth Great again Stop spending money on antiquated technology Such as tanks and missiles and most other things military We can use those vast resources to make us all safe and sound Windmills in the air, coal and oil in the ground We can be the envy of the rest of the galaxy When we make the planet Earth great again the planet Earth great again. We make the planet Earth great again. This is David Rovix, and you are tuned to 3CR, 8.55 a.m., Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic when everyone believes it could be true. That if all the people work collectively, there just might be something we can do, and everything can change. Welcome back to Freedom of Species, bringing you animal advocacy on the airwaves of 3CR Radical Radio. And yeah, today on the show, we're doing a trivia show. Thanks to all the listeners who have texted in and continue to text in as we go. So we've got a couple of questions that we, um, yeah, we could have answers for, and we'll have probably a few more questions before... Um, yeah, before we take off. And also just a quick note to listeners that it is our subscriber drive show. So really encouraging people to support the show. Um, yeah, 3CR definitely very much an independent media outlet. And yeah, I'm sure many listeners have had the frustration of the yeah lack of um, different perspectives and different voices that are given air on more mainstream media and commercial media, etc. So yeah, we're really becoming the media here and, and providing the media that we want to see and giving a voice for uh, marginalized groups including other other animals on this show so yeah if you do want to subscribe uh, we appreciate any support you can do that online at 
3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. You can also phone the station during business hours on 039-419-8377. Press the one, uh, press one to subscribe. And also, if you do want to select um, Freedom of Species under program, then that specifically um, yeah, supports our show as well. So we appreciate any, um, any subscriptions. Uh, on with the quiz. All right, next question. Okay, so um, people, listeners of the show, you, we talk about um, sort of psychology a fair bit, and here is a topic that's been researched recently um, around the ways that people excuse their meat eating or their animal flesh eating. And there's a t- there's this psychological idea called the four ends of um, eating meat. And so, what do the four ends? stand for that's n like nelly what are the four ends um that help that people use to excuse their meat eating mm. all right i think i've got it but do you want to go first caroline or? no okay no. uh nice natural normal and necessary that's it oh Indeed. wow you got them all yeah, fantastic yeah. there's some good research out there on that stuff so um, yeah. check it out if you're interested in that side of things mm. go ahead. all right I have to choose a question. Yeah. I might I might go with the who am I theme. Yeah. Okay. I'm a former police officer. And more recently <laughs> not me personally. More recently I've spearheaded investigations and strategic public awareness initiatives on live animal export, mm, yeah. animals raised for food in factory farms, the puppy factory trade and the greyhound racing industry. What is my name? Um, do you want to go or do you want me to go, Adam? Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the name, but oh, I, okay. know, I know. Lynn White. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. You right. get a T-shirt. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And my question, uh, yeah, same again. I've got a lot of questions. I'm trying to work out which, um, yeah. Oh, Adam will definitely get that one. I'm trying to, okay. <laughs> um, let me see. Um Okay, let's go this one. Former US President Bill Clinton changed his diet to a predominantly plant-based one, not totally vegan, after health problems with which part of his body? Huh. <laughs> that would be... No. Um, uh, his heart? Um, cardiovascular, I yeah. imagine. Mm, That's yeah, usually yeah. The, the, the one, isn't it? Did yeah. he have a heart attack or something? Yeah, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then switched over. And so he was sort of an example of this sort of rise of veganism. So some of it wasn't so much like animal rights or even yeah. completely vegan, but I guess like some people's moving more in that direction, I guess. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's a question um, that I wonder if you've got an answer for. I wonder whether you'll get it. Where do you get your protein from? <laughs> <laughs> do you want us to answer? Or, or Sorry, we want people to text you. Yeah. <laughs> for, for the people who don't know, oh. it's just the common, um, the common term, yeah. that, oh, the common question that, that non-vegans give, give us vegans. Where do you get your protein you can tick from? Tick it off on your bingo. Yeah. 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 Um, we did get a text in uh, from Liam in Melbourne. Uh, animal ingredient in Australian money notes is tallow. Mm. Yes. I heard about yes, I heard yes, the yes, tallow certainly in the mm. UK notes. I, I, did, yeah. I wasn't aware that it was in the Australian notes. I thought it was notes. plastic, the money, mm. but I mean, who knows what's... <laughs> yeah, our, yeah. yeah, our mm. money's plastic. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah interesting, yeah. Mm. 
So let's um, maybe we should wrap things up there and just give the answers for those that people haven't got. So do you want to list those common animal ingredients, uh, Adam, that us and listeners haven't got? Yeah, so beeswax is one that's um, in candles and things. Shellac, which is derived from beetles and used in like wood finish and as a colorant. Mm -hmm. Um, Other ones that I've got, I do have, so one that I think a lot of people who aren't vegan or, or thinking about animals just, sort of miss it's sort of like silk is down mm. you know that's that's Definitely. pulled off the bodies mm-hmm. of of geese and ducks mm. um and another one which is in food so i broke my own rule <laughs> is um isinglass which is used for refining alcohol and, mm-hmm. and things like that cool mm-hmm. and i think the only two questions that people haven't texted in for my question i think all of yours have been answered i believe caroline yep I, yes I think, yep mm-hmm. uh so mine were just the case tom reagan's book the case for animal rights was first published in 1983 oh, I we believe. were so close i believe we'll fact check that after but yeah, i'm pretty confident yeah. about that um and google searches for vegan overtook the searches for vegetarian in 2011 Oh. So I think someone said 2010, oh, maybe you, Caroline, so very close. Yeah, okay. but, what was um, happening in 2011 or around yeah, that yeah, I think I okay. wrote an article, 2011, what a year for veganism, and kind of went, went through uh, that, some okay. of the things that had happened that year, but it was a long time ago. But, um, yeah, that was sort of around the time where vegan was really gaining a lot of steam, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And actually, speaking to Peter Singer for my PhD thesis, he was saying when he wrote Animal Liberation, he thought vegetarianism would kind of be the thing. Um, he's been surprised there's actually been veganism. Like, vegetarian was never that popular, but veganism has become yeah, quite popular or at least uh, quite a bit of awareness of, about it mm. we better get out of um out of the studio to make way for Encyclopedia. good to see them back after a break from the show they cover all things drugs from a harm reduction standpoint um we are one to two every sunday listen live via the 3cr website in um, catch us um, on various podcast apps as well if you do want to send any feedback to the show or also thanks to everyone who texted in if you texted in and got a correct answer um send us an email info at freedomofspecies.org and we can organize getting you a freedom of species t-shirt if you can get in and pick it up from the studio in fitzroy um so email us there and we'll, we'll sort out the specifics of that um yeah that is all uh thanks for coming up with this idea for the show adam and mm. coming in and thanks for um yeah thanks for coming in caroline and welcome to the team thanks very much thanks for having me You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.